0: Hey everybody this is your boy Isaac and this is your boy Bryce and we of course are brothers on tennis and folks we have got a man we've got a star with us and I'm extremely excited to talk to this gentleman Uh, we've got Tim White with us and uh, he's going to talk to us a little bit about a certain film that we believe you all may have heard of and or seen Bryce I know that you've got some information on our guest here so I'll turn it over to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have Tim White, who is one of the producers for the King Richard film. Now, when I say one of the producers, this actually was Tim's brainchild. I, you know, and Tim will walk us down this journey, but, you know, Tim was one of the people that originally presented this whole concept to Venus and Serena. So it'll be fun kind of hearing from the man himself uh, how this whole thing came to be. So if you're not familiar with Mr. White, all you have to do is just go online and look at the number of films that he has been associated with. And the one that just jumps out to me personally is The Post, if you haven't seen, with uh, Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks. But uh, he comes from strong, strong film pedigree. So without further ado,
2: we present to you Mr. Tim White. Tim, welcome to
1: Brothers on Tennis.
2: Well, thank you guys so much for having me today. It's really um, great to be here. Good,
1: awesome. good. Excellent. So, Tim, let's just start a little bit with you
2: before we get into the film. So, give us a
1: little bit of your background. Where are you originally from? How did you originally get into filmmaking? And we hear that you have a bit of a tennis background
2: yourself. Well, I mean, it's all relative, as you know, <laughs> with tennis. But, uh, but but, so, I'm originally from Annapolis, Maryland with my, with my brother Trevor. He grew up there as well, um, obviously, you know, and... Uh, and, you know, in terms of tennis, it is true. I did grow up playing junior tennis. I played in, in the um, the mid-Atlantic section, um, sort of from the, the 12s through the 18s. And, you know, played sort of all of the local junior tournaments, played some of the national tournaments, um, really wanted to play in college. Um, I ended up playing for Williams College um, in tennis, and, uh, and, yeah, I think that really was sort of the origin for kind of this idea is that I, you know, remember being 12 or 13 years old and seeing Richard Williams out there in the stands sort of holding up the signs, kind of saying, told you so. And things like that. And I just remember thinking, wow, like this must just be an unbelievable vindication, you know, for this man who sort of everyone laughed in his face for all these years, told him he was crazy. And, um, And even though back then I wasn't in the film business, by, you know, obviously I was 12, 13 years old, it was a character and sort of an idea that um, had always stuck with me. And um, I think as Trevor and I sort of grew the company and built the company, it was something that, you know, we kept talking about. And um, maybe around, you know, 2014, 2015, we started talking about the idea of, of Richard Williams. And um, it took a couple years to find the writer who you know could really write the script and really had the idea for what the movie actually was. So, right. so that was you know sort of um, you know without a doubt. I think the tennis background I had was very connected to kind of this idea. And um, you know without, I think if I didn't play tennis, I probably wouldn't have known. You know the Richard Williams. Right story and in that way i think that you know it's really i think a lot of people you know know about richard but they don't know you know like what actually happened and that's why it was it was something that i think we felt was really worth telling Absolutely, and,
0: and Tim, I, I mean, just, just sticking with you and sticking with uh, your game, I'm just curious. I mean, when you were playing juniors yeah. and you were playing in, in college and what have you, kind of what what were your aspirations at that point with, with your tennis career? Well, you
2: know, I think obviously, you know, when I was like 12 and 13 and 14, you know, I, I, I thought I wanted to be a professional tennis player like everyone, you know, I mean, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think when I was 15 – sixteen I think reality settled in that this is not, you know, like I didn't have like I mean not only not the talent, but not the size, the physicality, like, you know, I could just um you know, I was like probably in like the top five or ten in my section and like around a hundred in in the the country, but you saw guys that were like, you know, three, four, five in the country not being able to go Pro, so at that right. point, I sort of realized this is not is nowhere close for <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nowhere close for me, you know. But um, but uh, yeah, I love the game and right. still play all the time. I would love to find another tennis movie to do, you know, because um, because uh, you know. This was so much fun, right? For me to do, and you know, um, so.
1: I will say we we have a recommendation for you. Okay, all right. Our our tennis godmother, yeah, the, the lady that got. Brothers on tennis, yeah. our, 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 our launch really yeah. is Zena Garrison. Yes. Oh yeah, that's yes. and she story. has told us many times she has a story to tell. Oh, okay, yes. I'm sure she does. she has a great story actually. Yeah, she does. Is she in L.A. or is she? She sure? is in, in Houston. Houston. Yeah.
2: Right. yeah. I thought she might be in like. The DC area. Is, yeah, no, no she's in Houston. Either. As right. a
1: matter of fact, this upcoming year is the 30th anniversary for her tennis academy down yeah. there. Oh wow. So I think she's right. looking to do some big things. So yeah. just if you need a suggestion, where to start looking, one. I'm
2: gonna look into that. <laughs> <one for sure. laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one.
1: So Tim, talk to us. Okay, so that's the tennis. Yes. and We feel like we we get that. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about the film industry mm-hmm. and how did you and your
2: brother? you know, get your start there. Yeah, well, you know, first of all our mom growing up was a documentary producer. Um, so we were sort of tangentially kind of around, you know, the business in that way. Obviously we grew up in Maryland and not out here, so we weren't like, you know, in the in the sort of like thick of it, but you know but it wasn't a completely sort of foreign concept. Um but so after I graduated from college, a couple of years after that, Trevor graduated. We both came out to LA. Um, you know, we both worked for other people for a little bit, and then I think you know we sort of thought like, let's basically try to to, to do our own thing and see what happens. Yeah. Um, for the first couple of years, we got absolutely absolutely nowhere, um, <laughs> nowhere fast. You know, um, but then a couple of things. You know sort of started to fall in line we made this film lbj um with woody harrelson mm-hmm. um and then we made um a couple other films and then Inger goes west and the post and, and um, we were involved in in this uh, great movie called wind river um and then you know there were others in between that i think we're probably less noticed um, <laughs> less notable um but you know and then um and then King Richard came along and a couple others is here as well and they and you know I think but this movie was was really something that I think we worked on for a long time an idea that we had in our head for a while and um, and something that I think we're very proud of And you should be proud oh, of it I think, because
0: yeah. I mean, we've seen the movie. It yeah. is, it is, it is tremendous. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Well, we will, we will <laughs> of course talk <laughs> yeah, a, a okay. bit more about that. But just thinking about again, you're you're coming up and you you played tennis and and, and again you're now ma- making movies. What what was that thing that just said this is the right project for for us to really yeah to well, really look into and really. To vote because I mean you've spent years on this project, yeah, as yeah. I understand it. it was, so yeah,
2: so it, it was an idea, you know, that sort of really came about in 20, 2014, 2015 area, yeah. um, and uh, you know, look at the at the end of the day, it was an unbelievable, it was unbelievable, unbelievable American dream story, an oh, unbelievable was... family story, an unbelievable. Mm-hmm success story and I think it was and I think the most important aspect about it that I think I think really made us want to go after it was it was unknown you know and I think like um, you know which which I think is really huge because if it's something that sort of everyone knows about you know that you know Steven Spielberg and J.J. Abrams right. and like whoever that they've already been reaching out to it. It's like everyone in town has already seen it and they're going after it. So it was a largely unknown story, um, and it was it was really the origin story for you know two of the greatest female you know athletes athletes really of all time. Um, I think for me also from sort of a tennis standpoint, I can't remember who exactly, but I remember I was talking to, you know, a very notable sort of um, pro tennis player Uh who said um, I told him about this idea and he said the greatest coaching story in sports history. Yes. To not have you know, that this man did, you know, not one success story, but Uh too you know um and i just thought that's exactly what it is you know i mean um it's hard to think of something like this you know they're the manning brothers yep, or yep or... but but you know they had a father who had the background in Correct. the sport. you know Correct. like in the case of richard like you know no background in the sport mm-hmm. self-taught himself you know without the means to really you know like properly do it yeah. right so um, anyway so I think we really thought this was a, is amazing because it's largely unknown um, mm-hmm. and uh, so like I was saying earlier we spent a couple years trying to find the right writer for the project when we finally met Zach Balin um, just sort of instantly he had the take like he knew the window of time which was the key aspect of this mm-hmm. is like is there really so many different ways to tell the Richard Williams sort of Williams family story I mean it, it's endless what you could do and we heard really every we heard probably every different permutation that, that you could do in there um, and Zach really came in and said okay this is where it starts and this is where it ends mm-hmm. um, and he he captured the character in sort of his his kind of initial outline to us that I think we just felt like this is it. You know, we had goosebumps reading that, reading that email. Um, he sort of understood Richard's backstory and mm-hmm. his past, and um, he tapped into just sort of things about the character that we didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so we hired Zach to write it. He delivered a script that, you know, was just absolutely amazing, completely mm-hmm. undeniable, mm-hmm. and. And that's what, what really launched the project, and I think um, you know we started sending the script around town, mm-hmm. and not only was everyone saying, "Wow, this is so well written," um, but they were also saying, "Is this actually true? This is actually this is actually how it happened." Mm-hmm. And I think that tapped into sort of the, the kind of initial idea, which is no one knows this, you know, and right. and, and that's why. I, it's worth doing.
1: Now, it's interesting that you talk about the script being written because when I first heard about the film, my natural assumption was that this was some sort of adaptation from the book no. that Richard yeah. Williams had written, Black and White. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: but sounds like it was not. It was not an adaptation. Of the, uh, it was not an adaptation of the book. You know, I'm sure Zach read the book sort of along with, you know, twenty other. Sources and you know, Richard was like pretty well documented at the time. He was out there. He he certainly did a lot of interviews mm-hmm. himself. You know, there <laughs> were a lot of articles, so there was you know like plenty of information out mm-hmm. there yeah. about all of it. So it was never based on sort of any one source. It was based on a on really a, a um, pretty pretty vast collection of sources mm-hmm. and information that was um was really widely. Publicly available, and then after we brought um, actually brought the, William, the Williams family into the project mm-hmm. and started working like, closely with Isha on it. At that point, it was really based on um, on also what Isha was telling us actually happened. You know, like the real kind of true um, true firsthand account. Mm-hmm. Right,
0: right. And and what was that experience like? Getting the family kind of bought in yeah. Yeah, to yeah, this to yeah, this right. idea that we
2: have right, this right, film right. that yeah. we want to pursue um well hopefully you'll talk to Isha too uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll give you her point of view and, uh, which will be great I mean she's you know um, she's really a uh, remarkable person and was um, instrumental in okay. this movie in so many different ways you yeah. know um yeah. and uh but anyway I, that's an you know we can talk about that too but um <laughs> because she's yeah she was really uh, really quite amazing but you know we um we sent her the script in June I think of 2018 f- through Serena's agent Dave Worshafter okay. at WME. Dave read the script loved it and said I think the way to do this is to talk to Isha and bring her into the process so um she didn't read it right away. Um, <laughs> it took like a, a couple months of sort of me following up with Dave like every other day being like what's going on?" He's like I you know I, I'm not sure she hasn't read it yet <laughs> um, Finally around the US Open I was was in New York 2018 and um, and uh, Dave called and said and said okay she's, I believe she's read it. I don't know. But, like, she's going to meet with you guys. Okay. Zach Valen was there, too, the writer. So we set up a meeting. I think it was, like, the first or second day of the U.S. Open. It was one of Serena's and Venus's off days. So she could come to the meeting because normally she's there at the, really at the matches with them the whole time. Right. And, you know, and really interestingly, right around that time, U.S. Open 2018, I believe, was when nike the first day of the open dropped that ad with richard and serena being like you know richard's kind of like um you know this is you this is you at the us open that was a great question and it's basically the whole thing is basically narrated Mm -hmm. um by richard and you know no one had had really heard of him or, or or sorry really heard from Richard or seen much of him in years at this point so for that ad to to, to kind of drop on the exact same day we were going to meet with Isha was just like pretty remarkable timing (laughs) um anyway we were sitting at this uh restaurant restaurant in New York City Zach and myself and um she came in we we knew it was her right away she sat down Um, we were very nervous because we just wanted this so badly you know and we knew you know legally we didn't need them in order to to do this but we needed them in order to do it you know Um, so we sat down there Um, she came in and uh, you could tell she was you know a little bit suspicious of us you know, i think like um <laughs> i think she had been approached with with things like this for years yeah. and then yeah so we talked for a little bit and we started talking about the project and she said she had read the script and it had come really highly recommended um you know, at this point in time the script had gone sort of everywhere in Hollywood. So okay. it was kind of everyone was, was talking about it. Okay. But she said basically, you know, um, it's a great script. There are some things in there that are not in my the voice of my family, which I think would, particularly the, the Mom stuff. And, um, and, you know, we would love to talk about that if it's something you guys are open to and we said absolutely we've been sort of you know waiting um to do this and uh so you know i think ultimately she said okay you know look like we're going to talk about this and let's keep talking about some of this specific stuff in the script and um and you know so basically for for maybe nine months Really, Isha talked to her, her family about the project, and sort of tried to get them, you know, um, to be cool with it. Yeah. At the same time, Zach did an unbelievable job, you know, sort of talking to Isha and Oracine, mm-hmm. Um talking to. It's so funny. The first time, the first time I actually met Oracine, I was walking in to the meeting with Isha. Um, And I said, should I call your mom Orsine, or should I call her Brandy, what's in the movie, too? And Isha just, like, looked at me and just goes, you need to call her Mrs. Price. (laughs) And so, (laughs) uh, so, I was like, yeah. Um, So, anyway, so I should call Uh, her that now, too, (laughs) Mrs. Price. Um, So, uh, anyway, so... um, Zach did just an unbelievable job of, you know, talking to Isha and talking to Oracine just sort of about the character and kind of capturing the voice that I think, you know, is really being, um, you know, very sort of uh, recognized now in the performance of Ange Ellis. You know, she did such a good job. You know, she killed it. And, Mm. you know, like, that sort of partnership... Between Zach to to really capture what Orsene said, and Anjenu to really take what Zach did and talk to Orsene, mm-hmm. and Ray who really oversaw all of that mm-hmm. and kind of really understood who that character was. The sort of combination between the three of them, I think, is what is what really made that possible. But anyway, so um, um, for the next sort of nine months or so, Zach basically you know would talk to Isha about the character and script and you know um, I think really got it there to the place where where everyone felt like okay this really is you know the character of Orr in in real life Um, and um, and ultimately uh, around you know sort of February um, you know Isha said okay we're on board um, let's do this you know so so that was the process (laughs) it was really a combination of like you know just just sort of getting them comfortable with like the story, the script and us, you know, that was big. Um, and, uh, and, um, it was a real leap of faith that they took, you know?
1: Well, let's start talking about some of the casting. Yeah. And when you went to the Williams family, Did you already have kind of Will Smith in pocket? Yeah. I mean, I I think I read someplace that you had this list that had like Denzel and Mahashala Ali Mm. and uh, Idris Elba, who, by the way, so that I can say this for the record, when I first heard about this movie, he was the first one that came in my mind. I was like, Idris would be perfect for this role. From a look standpoint. standpoint.
2: Well, I mean, our top choice was Will Mm -hmm. from the start because, you know so much of Will's personal story is an American dream story. The way he the way he talks about his own relationship with his father mm-hmm. um, yeah. was something and his role as a father his kids. Um, and also, you know, I think um, we wanted this to be a sort of bigger studio film. And I think will we thought also had like the comedy of richard had? i mean like richard's an incredibly like sort of amusing guy full of contradictions and amazing stories and he does this and like you know i think we thought will could do it all he could do the serious parts of richard the really kind of the sort of complicated um stuff that's in there but also the lightness the Mm -hmm. playfulness Um, and so anyway so it was sent to will right away um, and will said um, he loved it and would love to do it provided the family bless the project so that's where you know that was kind of um Mm -hmm. where we were with that basically Um, and everyone else was cast um, when the Williams family was on board with the movie. Okay.
1: And I just want to add, too, Anjanou Ellis, we are both huge fans of her yeah. because of the role she played in the Clark Sisters movie. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. she killed Maddie Moss yeah, Clark yeah, yeah, in that. Yeah. Movie. And and to think, I would have never thought one day someone could play Maddie Moss Clark and Oracine Williams. Oh, yeah. And the thing that we love no, about so her portrayal of Oracine Yeah. It was she captured her body language, oh, yeah. her looks, yeah. her, her, her her full essence of, of, I mean,
2: was blown away by it. It was crazy. Um, you know, she, Ray Green really had the vision for Ingenue Ellis mm-hmm. in this part, and um, and Anjou just, um, I don't know, she just, it was a like lady in a bottle. I mean, she really understood the character. I mean, Will and I, I mean... For, Whole cast, you know, but it, it's really great to see Anjana getting all the the attention um, that she is getting. And um, it's funny, actually, you know, I was talking to Anjana maybe two or three weeks ago, just sort of about this on the on the phone um, over break, and she was um, she was saying, sort of how honored she was about all this, but really that. She looks at it as if it's really a little more of, uh, of actually Oracine being honored um, mm-hmm. for kind of her role. And, then I, and I thought that was an interesting way to look at it. you know, Oracine was so um, behind the scenes for all these years in terms of right. like, you know, people gave Richard a lot of credit. He was he right. was loud and he was right. out there and right. he was doing all the talking mm-hmm. and he was controversial. But. You know, he was also the one who was like, I told you so. Um, (laughs) And Orisine was just, you know, I think one of the things that I didn't know that, you know, we learned is that when the girls were being trained, there were two courts in Compton Richard's court and Orisine's court. And um, she was very much a sort of, very much. The equal coach in there, yeah, um, and yeah. that was not, you know, that's like the story that I think in a lot of ways, you know, really hasn't been out there as much. Right, you know, right. Richard was the marketer; uh-huh. I mean, he was the guy who knew how to to uh-huh. brand the plan, to kind of explain it, to really sell it. He did all that, but Orsini was very much the equal partner. Behind the scenes,
1: one of the things that we talked about after reviewed film because we did go on opening day for the first to see it the first time. <laughs> oh, good, all right. Um, was that I loved the scene that you see Oracine on the court with Serena mm-hmm. running and her practicing. Yeah. Sh- like you said, you, you rarely saw that. And that yeah. showed how engaged and, and involved she was in the yeah, actual yeah. practicing yeah, yeah, part right.
0: um, yeah. in the training. And yeah. even when they mentioned the fact that she helped fix Serena's serve. Exactly. I mean, yeah. let's be clear. <laughs> Serena has the best women's serve very of smooth. all time. Yeah, right. it's so itself. when you put the fact that Oracine was the one that helped correct that to get, it's amazing. Well,
2: and. It, just on that note, dude, I think in like the 2019 U.S. Open, maybe I sat um, in her first-round match against uh, Sharapova. I sat like right in the first row uh-huh. with Dave Wershafter, and um, it was the it was the closest I closest I had really ever been to seeing Serena play. I mean that like first row at the U.S. Open, you're basically on the court. Right. Um, you really are on the court. And yeah. um, just, like, the simplicity of her serve, just, like, there is just, like, it's just so simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ball goes up in the air, right? <laughs> it's, it's just... Um, <laughs>
0: it's amazing.
2: I mean, I was amazed at just how effortless it, right. it looked, you know? Right. Um, so...
0: And and, and and so, Tim, speaking of, again, effortlessness and things yeah. like that, one of the things that we were very kind of curious about was with many tennis movies, mm-hmm. and there have been a few,
2: Yeah, the
0: thing that we always feel like is kind of a drawback in them yeah. is the actual tennis yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, but with this film, the reenactment was... Amazing oh, in our really, opinion. The girls were hitting. I mean, when you looked at them hitting, yeah. they looked yep. like, I mean, not only tennis players, but they looked like Venus and Serena. Yep. Yeah. We commented on the fact that the young lady, the drawback on Venus's backhand. Well, that, oh my goodness. I mean, she
2: spent a lot of time, you know, so really um, there were a lot of factors, you know, but that sort of led to, I think, the tennis looking how you know how it actually looks so first of all bray green and robert Ellswit um cinematographer right out of the gate i think said that this is not going to look like a nike commercial they want it to be shot in sort of a very natural kind of real way let the camera just kind of like you know sort of move with with the ball in in sort of a very kind of naturalistic way. And I think that's, you know, you can't sort of overstate, I think, just kind of the creative choices that were made um, by Ray and Robert mm-hmm. in terms of actually a, achieving a sort of very natural, um, naturally authentic looking tennis um, that frankly lets, I think, the tennis, you know, not be the the main focus. It lets the characters be the main focus. Um, So that was kind of the the creative choice on that end. You know, I think for us um, and really for Isha and for myself Uh as tennis players, Isha coming from, you know, the most famous tennis family of all time. And for me, you know, being a player myself and loving the game, there was a real, you know, sort of determination on our end to not let this look really hokey in any way in terms of tennis. And it was something that, you know, we made a pact, Isha and myself, really (laughs) early and said, we're not going to let that happen. Um, (laughs) And it was something that, like, we were absolutely obsessed about um, the whole time. So, um, you know, on top of that, we lucked out casting two girls for Venus and Serena, that even though they were not tennis players when we cast them, they were incredibly athletic Um, and, and they really worked hard at it. So we had this guy, Eric Taino, who played for UCLA? Okay. Went to Rick Macy Tennis Academy okay. at the same time Venus and Serena, who's a, a um, local pro in LA, who um, became their coach, okay. and they played for, for a couple of hours every day, and just learned. You know, for Sania, um, she, she's actually left-handed, so she had to put the racket in her hand, with the right hand so mm-hmm. um, wow. they played for hours they learned you know like that like that sort of Venus mm-hmm. drop thing, um, <laughs> drop thing like yeah that. you know um, <laughs> Sanaya definitely you know, there's way more tennis for Venus in the movie so she mm-hmm. was doing you know probably more training but Demi did a great job too mm-hmm. um, you know we had some tennis doubles who did certain things at we had a couple different, you know, sort of groups of them for the, the different ages, um, and that was also critical too for certain things. So it was really a combination. But but the girls um, achieved an incredibly high level for themselves over the course of the year, and um, it would not have been possible if they hadn't sort of gotten there on their own a little, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that was really the, you know, the play basically. Well, we know with any successful project,
1: there are hiccups, there are challenges, yeah. there's whatever. What did this film uh, experience? And I can think of one major thing based upon the calendar yeah, in which... Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well,
2: exactly. I mean, you know, th- there was COVID. So we were, you know, I think three weeks in 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 I think maybe February 2020 and around March 11th or 12th or something we shut down um, until October October 2020 Um, so and I think during that time it was just you know really tough you know it was just what's gonna happen will we ever get back out there will the girls you know Grow too much in that time, that yeah, it's a you know, um, and uh, but luckily Warner Brothers, you know, was incredibly like just just love this movie just um, so much, and it was really a top priority to get back out there. So, I mean, there were definitely you know beyond that. I think um, there wasn't anything that was really outside of the normal movie sort of hiccup you know wow. um that was just you know was unusual it was a tough movie you know you had, you had kids so you're dealing with a limited work day oh, nice. um right. so, so that was a challenge you had sports you had tennis um you know some crowds so so a lot of things like that but um but you know we really had a great team I know everyone always says like the team was so great the crew was so great but our crew really was you know (laughs) like really was was great to kind of grind Mm -hmm. through a really tough shoot at a time when you know there wasn't a vaccine and there wasn't any you know it was still like a lot of real real unknowns and um, people were very afraid of every day but at the same time i think felt like they were telling a really important story and that's what was really a big part of the motivation all the way through um and you know um will smith was was a really fantastic leader for the whole team in every way okay you know.
0: wonderful to hear, seriously. Yeah. And, and, and speaking of Will Smith, and we know that he's got all of the yeah, accolades and he's yeah. got books out and what have yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tim, we're coming coming to, you know, uh, an important season, if you will. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Oscars and Emmys yeah. and all this other wonderful, fun, yeah. fun stuff. And there's a lot of buzz right. Right.
2: about this film. Yeah. So talk to us about that. You know, I mean, I, look, I, I, it's, <laughs> it's an honor to be be part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. I really mean that. That's another thing everyone always says, but, like, um, I really mean it. You know, it's an an honor to just be be sort of a potential. You know, we did um, really well, I think, in sort of nominations for Critics' Choice Awards, which is now... was actually supposed to be happening today, um, but it's now postponed um, for COVID. But, you know, so that was... um, so that uh, was great and we've gotten I think a lot of other really great awards the AFI top 10 and and the NBR award um, or top 10 award and um, but you know I think we'll see what happens you know I mean like if we're lucky enough to make it into that that sort of Oscar nominated um, group of films it'll be a real honor so um you have
1: now King Richard in the bag, and yeah. you know you're you're um, enjoying its successes.
2: What's next for Tim White? What are you working well, on? We have, you know, I mean, we have um, we have a film actually that's is starting um in Serbia next week. Um, yeah, okay. and we have um, and we have a couple of things that I think could shoot over the the summer and the fall, you know, I think I, like I said, I would love to, to do another tennis movie. Because it was really fun. And I learned a lot about sort of how to do it. So, right. um, but, you know, I think it's like, it's like any producer in the film business, I think, will tell you, I could make zero movies. Well, I guess we're making one definitely. But, <laughs> but I could make, you know, one movie next year or I could make 10, you know? And I think, mm-hmm. um, I think, uh, you, you never know just sort of how the stars are going to actually line up and and that's how we feel here
0: yeah any thought about like taking this and making it like a marvel type of <laughs> type of adventure where we've done king richard you do orcine you do venus you do serena yeah, i you mean do, i mean you know there's a lot of there's uh, a lot to potential. work with there yeah i mean look
2: <laughs> i think you never know you never know um yeah. never know but so we'll see i but, like uh, that. But they're definitely characters that are very much worthy of it, and it's it's a good comp because they are all, um, you know, they're all superheroes. Like, and uh, even the ones that that people don't know, you know, Isha and Blundrea uh-huh. right. um, are um, are they're very much they're very much superheroes. Um, too. it's a very remarkable family and um, and uh, you know I went one time to a Jehovah's witness um, I guess it's called a meeting yep. with um, with Andrea and Serena um, and Olympia and that was very interesting to To see that too, you know. Absolutely. um, They are just to kind of understand what that is um, and what it means to them, because it's it's a very important part of their lives. And um, and uh, so many times, you know, I would be very worried about things and very uptight or nervous, and they would just, you know, you know, they would have a sort of sense of peace to them, I think, about a lot of But, you know, I I think anyways, um, I think they're all superheroes and would be very worthy of, um, of that type of thing.
1: Well, I tell you what—we are so honored and so appreciative that you took time. I mean, you're, oh, you're clearly you a busy me. sketch. Oh no, it was a—it was a big honor for us, Absolutely. and uh, we just like to offer up to you. You know, is there anything that you'd like to say to our listeners or viewers that either have not seen the film or who have seen it multiple times?
2: <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, we would love for you to see it. Um, please check it out. It really is a great movie. You know, the director did an amazing job. The cast is amazing. Zach Balin, the best. You know, one of the best scripts I've ever read. Um, you know, I think uh, it really leaves people feeling something when they yes. leave this movie. Yes. And um, so, I would definitely encourage everyone to see it. Um, and, and for those of you who have seen it, you know, thank you so much for your support and um, you know, for, uh, for checking it out.
1: Great. Well, you know,
2: listeners, we'd like for you and
1: viewers, we'd like for you to know we want to give a big thanks to Black Tennis Magazine for our association with them and for them helping uh, us to meet Mr. Tim White. Uh, Please continue to follow us as we will continue to bring you some hopefully more behind-the-scenes interviews with the King Richard film. But we're going to sign off for now, so we thank once again Mr. Tim White for joining us for this discussion today. And on behalf of Brothers on Tennis, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, take care.